Hello. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Diagnosing a Killer Mental Breakdown Edition. Woohoo! I'm Koel. I'm Kenna. Welcome back, y'all. I am so excited. Kenna's really excited. Everybody has been requesting a new episode of A Mental Breakdown, so we are bringing you one or two or three or more. Oh, yes. I'm really excited to get back into these. I think that we got, like, really excited about the cases, and we started doing that, and then we got really long cases, which I really like. I know people have been really enjoying those, Uh, but it's nice to kind of go back to the psychology part of the podcast. I know we've kind of been like really heavy on true crime, so now we're going to go a little bit back. But don't worry, we're still going to have those true crime cases coming out every week like they have been. We're just going to pepper in some mental breakdowns every once in a while. Pepper in. Just a pepper in. Pe- pepper bay. So before we begin, I do want to just um, read a very sweet Instagram comment that we got. Um, I'm not going to put this person's name in because I'm not sure if they're comfortable, but I did that thing where I like was trying to get, like, some followers, like, some more activity on our Instagram, (laughs) and so I followed some people that follow similar, you know, true crime podcasts and stuff, and this one very wonderful person messaged and said, hi, you guys randomly sent me a follow request a few weeks back, and I looked up the podcast, and I'm hooked. I just wanted to drop in and say thank you. Smiley face. I love listening to the Mental Breakdown episodes, especially. So I'm excited that we're bringing another Mental Breakdown. (laughs) Thank you for that um, nice post. Of course, I responded to that, so you got that message, but uh, I like hearing things like that. You know, it's nice that people are really enjoying that content, and they want more of it. Yeah, of course, and we enjoy doing it. We just... We were kind of self-conscious about it, I think. We are like, does anybody really, like, listen to it? Or, like, are they that interested? Mm -hmm. Because some of the content can be very, um, just, like, science-heavy. Yeah, very textbook. Right. So, yeah. But I also asked, um, I think it was Macy, I was hanging out with her recently, and I said, you know, oh, do you like the mental breakdowns? And I think she was the one that brought it up. She's like, you haven't had a mental breakdown out in a while. What's up with that? And I was mm-hmm. like, did you like those? And she was like, yes. Oh, my God. I love those. I was like, okay. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and bring more. I think it was, uh, I want to say it was Michael when we were hanging out, like, the other night. And we were all talking about the podcast and stuff. And he turned to somebody who hadn't listened to it and was like, oh, and they do these things called mental breakdowns. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, okay, like, people really like it. Yeah, like, that without was being, the thing he remembered. Right. Without being prompted to ask, like, yeah. or asking. I would like to just thank everybody. I don't know if we said it on the last podcast or not that we have hit 10,000 downloads. Yes. So thank you guys again for listening and all of your support and all of the activity, you know, you guys do on the social media and emails or comments or just spreading awareness in general. So thank y'all. Yeah, absolutely. I think word of mouth was one of our biggest things in the very beginning, especially. And I would say on the analytics, um, in the last 30 days, we've had like... 1500 almost 2000 downloads just in like the last month so that's really mm-hmm. cool um uh, so yeah thank you guys so much um if you want to continue to check us out on social media we do have of course at diagnosing a killer as all of our handles with the exception of twitter which is at killer diagnosis and then uh, we do have a patreon uh patreon.com slash diagnosing a killer if you want to donate to the patreon we are getting some um i think we're gonna do more stickers or maybe the patches or pins from Remedrators. Like we talked about a couple episodes ago. So we'll yeah. keep you posted on that for sure. We're still finagling that because it's 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 a very 
it's sublimination is what uh, Saxton said. Sublimination patches. So they actually press the ink into the patch. And it can be very tricky if you don't get like the proper, um, like we were going to try to do a QR code or something. If you, if there's one little hiccup on it, they'll be worthless. So <laughs> we might do our little puzzle piece head guy yeah, you know, that we cool. do. Even if it doesn't say like the words in the middle, just right. like the symbol is enough, yeah. I think. It just so. has to come out super clear. Oh yeah, no, for sure. I was actually going to look through that recently or soon and, and go ahead and send them um, a file of yeah. that or whatever. But, um, but yeah, I guess let's get right into it. I'm excited to hear about your mental breakdown. So I thought about this briefly before I came up with it. I was like, <laughs> you know what it would be, it's something that I think that my mind always goes back to when I think about previous cases that we've done okay. and how often it comes up in, in certain cases. And that is narcissistic personality disorder. Ooh. Scott Peterson, this one's for you. Oh my God. Okay. We definitely hear about this all the time. You're completely right. I feel yeah. like I mean, who was it that we did recently? It was um, John Wayne Gacy, like, so narcissistic. Like, yes. he doesn't think, he's like, oh, give me the polygraph test. Like, you know, I could pass that. I could that. pass that. Like, like, it's just colors. a dumb machine. <laughs> you know? It's, it's like, a robot. God, it's like, it, yeah. So this is a really interesting one. I feel like, you're right, a lot of people we have covered have had this, or at least suspected to have this. So the diagnostic criteria for narcissistic personality disorder is a persuasive pattern of grandiosity in fantasy or behavior, need for attention and a lack of empathy, beginning in early adulthood and present in a variety of contexts, as indicated by five or more of the following. Hmm. So I love when we do these, like the boop, 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 boop. Like yeah. it literally outlines it. Yeah. So I'm just going to read it as follows in the DSM-5. Okay. Number one, has a grandiose sense of self-importance, mm -hmm. e an example, exaggerates achievements and talents, and expects to be recognized as superior without commensurate achievements. That sounds like you need to call me the colonel. Yeah. <laughs> call me the colonel. Go, go to colonel's house. <laughs> Number two is preoccupied with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty, or ideal love. That sounds like Robin Fernandez. Who? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that case. Did we do that one? That sounds like Raymond Fernandez. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> I don't know what my mouth got like <laughs> stuck together. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does sound like him. Number three believes that he or she is special and unique and can only be understood by or should associate with other special or high status people or institutions. BTK. BTK. <laughs> No, John Wayne Gacy with the politics thing. Yeah, and he was he was also part of that. The Waterloo Jaycees. Yeah, yeah. Which was in Iowa, by the way. I kept saying Illinois, and I sound silly, but it's, it's in Iowa. Well, then it made me feel better because I was like, wait a minute, wasn't he here? And they were like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, oh, I, don't, I was like, well, then I, I thought I looked it up, and I was like, oh, that's close enough. Like, people will know what we mean. Number four, requires excessive admiration. Oh. Number five, has a sense of entitlement. An example, unreasonable expectations of especially favorable treatment or automatic compliance with his or her expectations. Oh, my God. Like, you need to do what I say. Yeah. You need to call me the colonel. <laughs> you need to call me the colonel. Like, you just have to. Number six is interpersonally exploitative. Okay. An example, takes advantage of others to achieve his or her own ends. Mm. Number seven, lacks empathy, is unwilling to recognize or identify with the feelings and needs of others. That's obvious. Number eight, 
is often envious of others or believes that others are envious of him or her. Nine, shows arrogant, haughty behaviors or attitudes. Hmm. Is that the last one? Because <laughs> it sounded like there was more. Well, didn't the you say there was that. five? Essentially, it would be five or more of the following. Oh, I see. The essential feature of narcissistic personality disorder is a pervasive pattern of grandiosity, need for am- admiration, and lack of empathy that begins by an early and at early adulthood and is present in a variety of different contexts. So it kind of comes on around the same time as like schizophrenia would present itself early 20s. Sure, and I'm sure that people think that like narcissistic personality disorder would kind of always be in the background or there, which I guess, you know, certain other disorders as well, but they become more apparent when you're able to make like life choices for yourself, is yeah. what I'm saying. Like, and when you don't have, you know, we always talk about routine, when you don't, you're maybe not living with your parents anymore, or you're off to college and you're relying upon yourself and your brain. That's true. You know, that more, more of these signs would be present. That's true. Individuals with this disorder can have a grandiose sense of self, self-importance, which is the criterion one. They routinely overestimate their abilities and inflate their accomplishments, often appearing boastful and pretentious. They may blithely assume that others attribute the same value to their efforts and may be surprised when the praise they expected and felt that they deserved was not forthcoming. <laughs> it's like, um, you're not giving me enough attention or telling me that I'm good enough. Yeah. Like, you're not telling me enough times that I'm amazing. Exactly, right? yes. They feel like their praise doesn't equate to their successes, if that makes any sense. But like, Their perceived successes. I was going to say, the successes are usually not there or they're not as like amazing as they think they are right often implicit in the inflated judgments of their own accomplishments is an overestimation or a devaluation of the contributions of others Mm -hmm. individuals with narcissistic personality disorder are often preoccupied with fantasies of unlimited success power brilliance beauty or ideal love which was criterion two they may ruminate about long overdue admiration and privilege and compare themselves favorably with famous or privileged people individuals with narcissistic (laughs) sorry (laughs) it's not okay so i want to be clear i'm not laughing at someone that has the diagnosis it's just in the sense of the people that we talk about yes i'm remembering when they acted like that and that makes me laugh yes it's not the not everyone that has this diagnosis of course is going to be on our podcast but Individuals with narcissistic personality disorder believe that they are superior, special, or unique, and expect others to recognize them as such. Criterion 3. They may feel like they can only be understood by and should be associated with other people who are special or of high status and may attribute uniqueness, perfect, or gifted qualities to those whom they associate with. That makes sense as to why we see a lot of these guys searching for a high power position you know Mm -hmm. they have to be like the best at what they do because they want to surround themselves with the best right Right, exactly individuals with this disorder believe that their needs are special and that they are beyond the ken of ordinary people their own self-esteem is enhanced or mirrored by the idolized value that they assign to those whom they associate they are likely to insist on having only the top person like a doctor lawyer hairdresser instructor or be affiliated with the best institutions but may devalue the credentials of those who disappoint them. Individuals with this disorder generally require excessive admiration, criterion four. Their self-esteem is almost invariably very fragile. 
They may be preoccupied with how well they are doing and how favorably they are going to be regarded by others. This often takes the form of a need for constant attention and admiration. They may expect their arrival to be greeted with a great fanfare and are astonished if people do not <laughs> convey their possessions. God. Right? Da -da -da. <laughs> it's the colonel! It's me, the colonel! <laughs> It's me, Todd Cranes. That's all I could think of. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> me too. They may consistently fish for compliments, often with great charm. A sense of entitlement is evident in these individuals' unreasonable expectations of especially favorable treatment. Criterion 5. They expect to be catered to and are puzzled or furious when this does not happen. Puzzled. Puzzled. I'm confused. I'm just... I'm just confused. I'm just so... What? Shit. They must not like me. But I don't... Who could not like me? Yeah. For example, they may assume that they do not have to wait in line and that their priorities are so important that others should just defer to them and then get irritated when others fail to assist in their very important work. This sense of entitlement combined with a lack of sensitivity to the wants and needs of others may result in a conscious or unwilling exploitation of others. Criterion 6. They expect to be given whatever they want or feel that they need, no matter what it might mean for someone else. For example, these individuals may expect great dedication from others and may overwork them without regard for the impact on their lives. Jeez. It's interesting because the diagnosis, it's like so specific and it's so detailed that it's like, like literally the people in our, in our podcast episodes, they're like this to a T. And I know that there's other people in the world that have been diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder and they're taking the proper steps with treatment and medication and right. this is not the case. Right. But it seems like this is just so specific and so much like that goes into this diagnosis that you have to really meet, like check a lot of boxes to yeah. get diagnosed with this, which is really interesting that, I mean, it explains why a lot of these people have not been diagnosed with things like that, you know, because it's not something that you can just look at someone and be like, oh, they have one of those behaviors and you have to have all of them consistently, right? And it's just interesting. There's a lot. From the outside as well, I feel like people that could be diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder have, have been praised and have been like, wow, they're a really hard worker. Wow. You know, they dedicate themselves. Yeah. Wow. You know, and... And somewhere along the line, they were told so many times they were brilliant, that they were made for big things. And then, you know, you have people that are actors that are, you know, are narcissistic or politicians or yeah. whatever, which we'll get into, of course. But, of you know, of course. Um, but yeah, like how often it would go undiagnosed. Yeah. People would think that they're just really hard workers. Yeah, because... I mean, realistically, you know, especially if it's someone that's not in their, like, inner circle or, like, very close to them, like, that might be the only, quote-unquote, symptom that that person sees. So they don't realize that, like, that is a laundry list of uh, one of things, one thing on a laundry list of other things that, like, need to be checked off to be, of course, diagnosed with this. All they see is the praise, right? And they right. all they see is the good, like, the, oh, they're a hard worker, you know, all that stuff. Sure. And, I'm, you know, how many people are flying under the radar that are, like, radar that are internet influencers or you know tiktok famous or whatever because all they're doing is getting getting their ego fed mm -hmm. you know or that disorder fed by strangers and that feels good to them yeah and everybody else that's like in their inner circle is like no like that person has a problem yeah. you know well also like there's a lot of people that i'm sure 
people, even their close friends or family don't recognize that there is a problem. And unfortunately, like, those are the kind of people that are going to go undiagnosed forever. And unfortunately, again, that sometimes leads them to doing really shitty stuff, you know? And so it's just, it's hard because it's like the actions that you're describing and the things that you're saying that meet the criteria are things that like, you know, I even will say myself, like I would be like turned off by, I'd be like, oh my God, like that person's annoying or that person's too much or whatever. But when you really think about it, it's like, does that person need treatment, you know, and diagnosis? For sure. And unfortunately, I think that they're probably the only people that can really recognize that and seek treatment. Exactly. They tend to form relationships or romantic relationships only if the other person seems likely to advance their purpose or otherwise enhance their self-esteem. Like trophy wives. That sounds like Raymond Fernandez. Yes, (laughs) right? They often usurp special privileges and extra resources that they believe they deserve because they are so special. Individuals with narcissistic personality disorder... Disorder. (laughs) Disorder. 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 Individuals with narcissistic personality disorder generally have a lack of empathy and have difficulty recognizing the desires, objective experiences, and feelings of others. Criterion 7. So it's the lack of empathy as well as the narcissistic. Like, they don't realize that, like, because empathy is not there. So they Mm -hmm. can't understand that they're maybe... That they're affecting affecting people. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. They assume that others are totally concerned about their welfare. They tend to discuss their own concerns in inappropriate and lengthy details while failing to recognize that others also have feelings and needs. Yeah. Wow, that sounds like somebody I know. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen that? That one guy on TikTok, I don't know his name. I think his name is Cameron, and he he does, like, the different POVs. Like, he has, like, the wigs or whatever, and he always does, like, the mom that's jealous of her kid or, like, the friend that, like... Is only he the talks orange haired guy or the redheaded guy? He has a bunch of different wigs. Oh, okay. Sometimes he'll have like a short blonde wig or like a long. Sometimes I'm thinking of a guy that has like a red beard. No, he has a red beard. Oh, no. Okay, he looks like he would be Scottish or something. Anyway, so he does those, um, like you know, the friend that says things at inappropriate time, or the friend that like tries to one up you on mm-hmm. your like on your tragedy or whatever. And this person's like, "Oh my god, like my grandpa died." He's like, "Oh my god, my grandpa died like five years ago." So like, I get over it. <laughs> yeah, like that kind of thing. And it's like it's that's what it means like inappropriate. Making it about themselves, you right? Know, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I end up finding the TikTok because I really like this guy. His name is um, Cameron Perez, and his at is at out pig with two t's. O u t t p a g. Everyone probably knows. Not everyone, but a lot of people probably know who he is. But still. well, I don't. <laughs> Shopping for your pet has never been easier. From crates and carriers to collars and leashes. Dog.com is your one-stop shop for all of your dog's supply needs. Dog.com not only offers a varied assortment of products and accessories for your pet, but they also sponsor a donations program to help pets in need. With Dog.com, you will easily find everything you need for your furry best friend. Click the link in the show notes below for up to 30% off your first online order. They are often contemptuous and impatient with others who talk about their own problems and concerns. These individuals may be oblivious to the hurt their remarks may inflict. I.G., E.G., whatever, an example. Exuberantly telling a former lover that, quote, I am now in the relationship of a lifetime, end quote. Like, no one fucking cares. (laughs) Boasting in health in front of someone who is sick. Like, oh, I feel great. Yeah. (laughs) That was literally me this morning. Casey was all hungover, and I was like, I feel fine. 
I could go on a run. I would feel great right now. Do I have this? That's awful. Nah, I I did say that, though. I feel really bad for him. He's really (laughs) well. When recognized, the needs, desires, or feelings of others are likely to be viewed as disparagingly as signs of weakness or vulnerability. Okay, because people get sick. Because you're sick, pussy. God, that that irks me. (laughs) And I know that not everyone with this is like that, but it's like, oh, that just bugs me. Okay, so this might be like, okay, so like a microaggression, right? But definitely if somebody's like, should have taken that echinacea. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hate that. Me too. It's like, like oh, thanks, Karen. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> Get out of my face with your echinacea, Karen. <laughs> Those who relate to the individual... <laughs> Those who relate to individuals with narcissistic personality disorder typically find an emotional coldness and lack of reciprocal interests. Duh. These individuals are often envious of others or believe that others are envious of them. Criterion 8. They may begrudge others their successes or possessions, feeling that they better deserve those achievements, admiration, or privileges. They may harshly devalue the contributions of others, particularly when those individuals have received acknowledgement or praise for their accomplishments. Hmm. Arrogant, haughty behaviors characterize these individuals. They often display snobbish, disdainful, or patronizing attitudes. Hmm. Criterion 9. For example, an individual with this disorder may complain about a clumsy waiter's rudeness or stupidity or conclude a medical evaluation with a condescending evaluation of the physician. Like, they're going to tell a doctor that they're wrong. Yeah. Like, I'm out of shape, but, like, that guy's a liar, you know? (laughs) That guy, where did you get your medical degree, stupid college? Yeah. Literally, though. And it's like, it's, oh, it's like the polygraph thing. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and polygraph me. Yeah. Well, the polygrapher was obviously wrong. He doesn't know how to read a polygraph. Yeah, exactly. He didn't ask the right questions. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, that happens all the time, doesn't it? It's everyone else's fault. (laughs) Anybody who's ever seen a fucking Mari episode knows. Yeah, (laughs) So it's like, no, it's a lie. It's a lie. There's no way. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, it's a a truth-telling thing. Machine. Vulnerability and self-esteem makes individuals with narcissistic personality disorder very sensitive to injury from criticism or defeat. Oh, yeah, they can give it, but they can't take it. Although they might not show it outwardly, criticism may haunt these individuals and leave them feeling humiliated, degraded, hollow, and empty. Well, that makes sense because the people that we've talked about on the podcast have had that criticism when they were younger, and then they harbor those feelings, and then it comes out later in rage. It's true. They may react with disdain, rage, or defiant counterattacks. Such experiences often lead to a social withdrawal or an appearance of humility that may mask and protect the grandiosity. Because the social withdrawal would maybe resemble, like, taking a step back and, like, settling for a moment. And then people are like, I'm so sorry. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. You ever feel like that with somebody? Like, where you feel like they, like, they recoil? But it's not because they're apologetic or they feel, like, humility. It's because... Well, they they're didn't get so, what they want. They're so defeated. Interpersonal relations are typically impaired because of the problems derived from the entitlement, the need for admiration, and the relative disregard for, sensi- for the sensitivity of others. Though overweening ambition and confidence may lead to high achievement, performance may be disrupted because of an intolerance of criticism or defeat. 
So, like, there's no real room for growth, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, again, what we were saying earlier, it looks like someone is a really hard worker or whatever it is, um, which looks great, but the fact that they can't take criticism, they're not really growing in any kind of a real way. Yeah. Sometimes vocational function functioning can be very low, reflecting an unwillingness to take a risk in competitive or other situations in which defeat might be possible. Oh, wow. And that's, like, kind of, like, that perfectionism. I was called a perfectionist when I was, like, 19 or 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, what do you mean a perfectionist? Like, I don't go to school. I don't have a job. I'm, like, what do you mean perfectionist? And, like, you're afraid to fail. That's why you don't push yourself. Push yourself and fail, you know? Yeah. Sustained feelings of shame or humiliation and the attendant self-criticism may be associated with social withdrawal, depressed, depressed, depressed mood, and persistent depressive disorder or major depressive disorder. In contrast, sustained periods of grandiosity may be associated with a hypnomanic mood. Narcissistic personality disorder is also associated with anorexia nervosa and substance use disorders, especially related to cocaine. Well, that makes sense. Comorbidity Mm. with substance use. But I didn't see anorexia being in part of that. Me neither. But I guess, like, with the pressure to... Be perfect. Be perfect. Yeah, that's true. Or somebody's idea of perfect. Histronic, borderline, antisocial, and paranoid personality disorders may be associated with the narcissistic personality disorder. Prevalence estimates for narcissistic personality disorder based on the DSM-5 definitions range from 0% to 6.2% in community samples. 0%? I guess it means like 0.2 or 0.1. Yeah. Interesting. I guess, I don't know. That's a really low prevalence, though. I feel like it. Yeah, 6.2. But that's also prevalence considering the amount of people that have been diagnosed. That doesn't include people that are undiagnosed and have all these symptoms. That's true. Narcissistic traits may be particularly common in adolescence and do not necessarily indicate that the individual will go on to have narcissistic personality disorder. Mm -hmm. Individuals with narcissistic personality disorder may have special difficulties adjusting to the onset of physical and occupational limitations that are inherent in the aging process. So, like, when one gets older, they might have difficulty accepting that, like, their body gives them limitations. And they, like, it's changes and stuff, like, physically, yeah. Things that they can't probably control. It's awful. Of those diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder, 50% to 75% are male. Really? That's a lot. That's a high number. That's interesting. That is a high number. Other personality disorders may be confused with narcissistic personality disorder because they have certain features Mm -hmm. in common. It is therefore important to distinguish among these disorders based on the differences in their characteristic features. However, if an individual has personality features that meet criteria for one or more personality disorders in addition to narcissistic personality disorder, all can be diagnosed. Oh, wow. That's kind of interesting. That is interesting. Because usually it's like the most forward-presenting illness is the diagnosis. And right. Not, but I feel like usually people don't get diagnosed with more than one personality disorder. Maybe the, they do. I don't know. The most useful feature in discriminating narcissistic personality disorder from hysteronic, antisocial, and borderline personality disorders in which the interactive styles are callous and needy, respectively, is the grandiosity of characteristics in narcissistic personality mm-hmm. disorder. Yep. Well, that makes sense because borderline, the person is not full of themselves. It's quite the opposite. Antisocial, they don't need anybody. They don't want to speak to anybody else. 
in a nutshell, you know, so they don't get that praise. And then hysteronic is like hysteria, hysteria, Mm -hmm. you know, so that's kind of personalized rather than like outward. The relative sustainability of self-image as well as the relative lack of self-destructiveness, impulsivity, and abandonment concerns have also helped distinguish narcissistic personality disorder from borderline personality disorder. Excessive pride in achievements as relative lack of emotional display and disdain for other sensitivities can help distinguish narcissistic personality disorder from histrionic personality disorder. So I guess they're going to explain it a little bit. Although, <laughs> I'm like exactly what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> Although individuals with borderline histrionic and narcissistic personality disorder may require much attention, those with narcissistic personality disorder specifically need that attention to be admiring of them. Oh, so that makes sense. Individuals with antisocial and narcissistic personality disorder share a tendency to be tough-minded, glib, superficial, exploitative, and unempathetic. Mm. Like uh, Kristen Gilbert. Yeah. She, I think she was anti. Yeah. However, narcissistic personality disorder does not necessarily include characteristics of impulsivity, aggression, and deceit. Like Kristen Gilbert. Yeah. <laughs> In addition, individuals with antisocial personality disorder may not be as needy of the admiration and envy of others... And persons with narcissistic personality disorder usually lack the history of conduct disorder in childhood or criminal behavior as an adulthood. Mm. As in adulthood. In both narcissistic personality disorder and obsessive compulsive personality disorder, the individual may profess a commitment to perfectionism and believe that others can do, can, cannot do things as well as they can. Why are you going to call me out like that? LOL. <laughs> In contrast to the accompanying self-criticism of those with obsessive-compulsive personality disorder, individuals with narcissistic personality disorder are more likely to believe that they have achieved perfection. Suspiciousness and social withdrawal usually distinguish those with schizotypal or paranoid personality disorder Mm -hmm. from those with narcissistic personality disorder. God, that's so interesting, like, the differences and just just the word. Like, it's a completely different diagnosis and behavior. But you kind of just think it's all personality, personality, you know, that yeah. it might be the same, but it's people, these little tiny bits and grabs that are different. People lump personality disorders together all the time. Right. Like they're the same. Schizotypal and paranoid personality disorder. When these qualities are present in individuals with narcissistic personality disorder, they derive primarily from fears of having imperfections or flaws, hmm. which is also really interesting. Yeah. I was going to say with OCPD, like... Uh, yeah, you better believe that I never have thought that I've achieved perfection. <laughs> that's like the complete opposite of my mindset all the time. Many highly successful individuals display personality traits that might be considered to be narcissistic. Only when these traits are inflexible, maladapted, and persisting, and causing significant functional impairment or subjective distress do they constitute as narcissistic personality disorder. Okay. Grandiosity may emerge as a part of it of a manic or hypomanic episode, but the association with mood change or functional impairments helps distinguish these episodes from narcissistic personality disorder. Narcissistic personality disorder must also be distinguished from symptoms that may develop in association with persistent substance abuse. Yeah. Because you can have, you know, that grandiose sense of self because of the use of cocaine or yeah. methamphetamines, you know, like it kind of can go comorbidity, comorbidity like hand in hand. Yeah, PCP. Yeah, exactly. I'm an ev- I, like, I'm, you know, invincible. I'm the strongest person in the world. No <laughs> one else is stronger than me. <laughs> I only want to hang out with people that are as strong as me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really interesting. I'm yeah. glad that you did that one. 
Do you want to listen to some celebrities? Of course I do. Yay! So these are my uh, famous people that may or may not suffer from narcissistic personality disorder. You be the judge. Donald Trump. <laughs> not to be not to be mean. Not to be mean. Psychologists have actually weighed in on why the man might be experiencing narcissistic personality disorder. Huh. Mainly that he boasts and exaggerates his successes and that he seemingly tears down other people with words with little to no understanding of the power of the accusation or remorse for what he said. He does kind of say things without caring about backlash. Right. I will say that. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. Labeled as a productive narcissist, Zuckerberg is notorious for his cutthroat approach when it comes to business, being described as aggressive and competitive, and rarely follows the perceived rules or courtesy when it comes to business deals. I haven't really seen much about him other than he may be a robot. Yeah. That's all I really know about him. <laughs> Tiger Woods. Oh. It's been said that every relationship that he has is purely transactional. If you don't have something that he wants or he feels like he can't gain something from you, he won't deal with you. Wow. Well, he was also, like, forced into that perfectionism role as a child as oh, well. Yeah. Kanye West. Hmm. Madonna. She claimed that she and her husband, <laughs> Guy Ritchie, were able to develop a... <laughs> what happened to Kanye? What, what didn't happen to Kanye? Do I need to explain it? Okay, There's no we'll explanation just leave him in there. Just pepper it in <laughs> just there. pepper it in there. There's no explanation needed. The man thinks he's God. Mm. Come on. Madonna. Madonna had actually claimed recently that her and her husband, Guy Ritchie, were able to develop a, quote, Kabbalah water, end quote, and that is used to neutralize radiation, saying that they would clean up Ukraine lakes with this mystical, magical liquid. That would be cool. This is a quote from Madonna. According to science, we aren't going to have a planet in about 50 years at the rate we're going with nuclear waste. I can write the greatest songs and make the most fabulous films and be a fashion icon and conquer the world. But if there isn't a world to conquer, what's the point? Oh. End quote. That sounds slightly narcissistic. Just a little bit. Yeah. yeah she, she made magical Kabbalah water that she's going to bless the lakes with and therefore will take out the radiation mm. of the water. Okay. Cool. So that's uh, my list of celebrities. If you want to look up your own list, there's about a thousand of them. Really? If not a million. And wow. yes. That's wild. But again, we talked about how if somebody is displaying these types of behaviors, that they could get a lot of praise for it's having true. certain types of behaviors or characteristics, and they just continue to go with it. That's true. Like, yeah. there's probably been a billion people... As many as that have said no have said yes and have, like, supported. Everybody knows that Britney's going through something, right? Mm -hmm. um, but how many people have told her, yes, go, 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 you're perfect, you're perfect, you're perfect, you're perfect, you're perfect, and how much that can, like, weigh on somebody? I yeah. mean, she's just an example. I'm not saying that she has narcissistic personality disorder or anything yeah. like that. Um, but how much that must feed into someone's ego where, yeah. like, reality is no longer a thing. Exactly. Like yeah. Kanye West. Yeah, that's yeah, that's really interesting, and I think you're right. Like a lot of people that are are famous, they they probably got there because of narcissistic tendencies. Not maybe they don't meet the all of the criteria to be diagnosed with it, but there must be at least one or two of those things in there for a lot of people that are very successful. You mm -hmm. know that, but it makes sense. I mean, hardworking up to the top. Like a lot of people that we've talked about on the podcast have had very nice jobs and. 
shit, fucking John Wayne Gacy had special privileges with the Secret Service. Yeah. <laughs> like, how did you do that? It's like, true. And, like, they're supported in that role. Not only that, but they can be, they can honestly be praised for being so cutthroat. Because, exactly. you know, without the emotion there, they can be this perfect little corporate robot or whatever that that's a true. lot of people like. I mean, you know, businesses like, not people, but... Yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, that was a good one. I'm glad you brought that. Thanks for the, the topic today. Yeah. I hope that you guys um, are excited that we have another mental breakdown that we're obviously um, happy that we can do this and we wanted to get back into these as well. So we're not going to let it affect our our episodes, the, the true crime cases and all that good stuff. We're just going to kind of pepper these in every once in a while when when we have a little bit of a break, but... Yeah, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you soon with another case, and I'm excited. I'm almost done with my research, and so are you. I know we've talked about how we're getting super close, so that's awesome. Um, Email us. Let us know what you guys want to hear, even if it is a mental breakdown topic. Let us know if you guys want to hear more about it. We're happy to do the research and, you know, get all that good content out there for you. Um, But yeah, anything else? (laughs) No, that's it. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye. You already know that craft beers have been exploding in popularity over the past decade, but what you might not know is that there are thousands of awesome craft beers being produced by these new microbreweries regularly. With Craft Beer Club, each order will showcase two breweries from different regions in the U.S. and includes four beer styles with a brand new box each shipment. You'll also receive publications that detail the history about the featured breweries, tasting notes, pairing options, and maybe even a little trivia. Click on our link in the show notes below and get free shipping along with up to three free gifts with your first purchase. Order Craft Beer Club today.